how would you like to know three proven tips that can start to reduce your healthcare cost spend 15, 20, 25, even over 30% immediately. Hey guys, John Millen with Benefit Hackers. I want to give you three things that we do. Um, pulling back the curtain a little bit, a little somewhat technical, but I think this is really going to be helpful for anyone in, in the benefits um, space, the manager, benefit managers, HR director, even chief financial officers. If you're managing the benefit spend, three things you can do to bend the cost curve. We hear people talk about this a lot, but this is a legit strategy. Um, I worked with, I've worked with several companies and done this, implemented already. One we did back in 2017. I've already saved them $300,000. So I, I want you to just go into this session assuming everything I say is correct. Now I know some, it just naturally we're all a little skeptical. So assume half of what I say is correct, all right? And Because I can show you this, but I want to give you the three things that we do that uh, well, I know will help companies. So first, the first tip is called claims redirection. Claims redirection. What do I mean? So whatever medical carrier, health plan carrier you have, whether it's Anthem or Kaiser or Cigna, you know, healthcare, it, it doesn't matter, right? So that is not a part of the equation. Whenever you use your medical plan, it incurs claims, right? And those claims add up and they get count, essentially get counted against the total premiums they have collected, collect, collected collectively from the company. So if you have 100 people on your medical plan and let's say your medical spend is a million dollars and you've incurred claims of $1.2 million, well, guess what? The insurance company is saying, hey, we're $200,000 short. We're going to get the money up in the next year. It's just simple math in that way. Now, it's there's a there's calculations and all kinds of stuff that goes into it. But generally, that's kind of how it works. On the reverse side, if you have a million dollars of claims or a million dollars in premiums, and then you, have, then you reduce your claims down to half a million dollars, well, guess what? They're going to be like, hey, it's a good deal. You overpaid half a million dollars, so I'm not going to raise you at all. So the idea is to peel off 20 or 30% off the top of the claims. And we redirect it into a cost-neutral or low-renewal environment, meaning we use other insurance products to absorb the risk and we shift the claims off of the core medical onto another and to other platforms. What that's doing is if you're if you're this year using the benefits a lot and then next year you've shifted claims, well guess what happens to your your medical costs? They go down. Essentially. Now I'm keeping it very simple because I want to just paint the picture that we we redirect claims that we're hitting just one medical plan, one carrier, okay? And it could be pharmacy, ER, doctor, co-pays, hospitalization, surgeries, whatever it is, we redirect a percentage of those, usually um, a variety of different ways. We redirect those into some other bucket and you save money. That's essentially what we're doing on the what we call the $0 deductible solution, re- claims redirection. The second tip is what I call early intervention early intervention. What does this mean? 
I'm going to predict a little bit, and I'm not Nostradamus or anything, but I've just been sensing some changes. I'm going to predict that we're going to go back to a low deductible environment where maybe 10 or 15 years ago, deductibles were only $250, maybe a zero deductible. Out-of-pocket maximum costs were maybe $1,000. Now, the average deductible is, is well over $1,500. Um, usually, I see a lot of $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 deductible. What happened is the way to reduce the cost is to jack the deductible up, drops the rate a few points, and... Um, and then you maybe put an HSA in or an HRA and you go about that way. And, and what's happened, I think, is that we're going to see a return to lower deductibles because people are not taking care of themselves. They are delaying care. So early intervention means if I can give you a zero deductible medical plan and you have a pain in the side that's lasted for three days and you're like, okay, it's not emergency room worthy – there's something wrong. And let's just say you go to the doctor. You're on a high deductible plan. You pay out of pocket. It's $125. You suck it up, you go. And the doc says, oh, man, John, I don't know what that is, man. We're going to run some tests. It's not going away. And you're like, oh, okay. And you're like, oh, crap. That's going to be like 1000 bucks, $2,000. If you do it in the hospital, like $3,000, $4,000. You just don't know. And it's hard to get the price. So what happens is you go home and you don't do anything. And then a week later, you have a kidney stone that puts you in the hospital for for four days. And it ends up hitting the medical carrier claims $80,000. Now, what happened is you didn't have early intervention. You waited because it was expensive. What I'm suggesting is we put in place a zero deductible environment so that you can go to the doctor, no cost. You can get an x-ray, no cost. You can get a diagnostic test, no cost. You can get surgery and hospitalization, no cost initially. We insert a zero deductible environment using other insurance benefits that provide first dollar coverage, immediate coverage. So when I have a pain and I go to the doc and he's like, hey, we got to run a test. I'm like, cool. I mean, not cool, but okay. Like there's something wrong. So, hey, I know this other, these other insurance plans I have are going to pay the cost 100% in some cases. I'm there. And you go and you look at it and they go, oh, man, you got a bad kidney stone that's coming in. And they give you some medicine or they do something simple. And maybe the procedure to fix it was $1,000 um, CAT scan and maybe some, some, some meds that break it up or some ultrasound. It's not an $80,000 claim. Do you see the point? It's early intervention. I think we're going to be moving. My guess is it's January 2020. We're going to be moving into this because when we introduce a zero deductible benefit, we know people are like, okay, now I have comfort. If something's wrong, I'm going to go get it taken care of when it's not as expensive. Okay. So that's the second piece. The third piece is what I call engagement. Now, engagement is different than communication. Communication is, here's your benefits. It's on the website. Take a look. Let me know what you want. Um, those That's not working very well. We still talk to employees today, and you would think of all the technology. We have employees now that don't understand what coinsurance means, what out-of-pocket maximum means. They don't understand the, the definition of network. They don't understand the definition of balanced billing. Um, they think going to the emergency room is a co PCP copay. Now, you may be laughing because you're in benefits or you're the CFO or you're the owner of the company. 
But I'm just telling you, after 18 years of talking to employees, over 10,000 of them, this is what's happening. Whether you like it or not, doesn't make it not true. This is what's going on. And so what we do and we recommend is you gotta you gotta engage your employees and it's and it's one-to-one personal benefit counseling, it's group meetings where you have someone that can effectively explain the benefits, not just get up in front of the room, which I've seen a lot, hand out a rate sheet, have a PowerPoint slide on the wall that they shine up and you can barely see it and they go, oh, where's the coverage? I mean, where's, there's like four columns of coverage. Where's the call? Where's the coverage? Oh, that's on your internet. I was so cheap, I just printed out the rate sheet because that's all you have to worry about is the rates. I'm telling you, this stuff happens in big companies and small companies. So you got to engage the employees and teach them what they have, how to use it, how to be efficient and effective. And that will start to compound itself over time. Here's the deal that I tell people. If you don't care that your medical costs are going to double in six years, if, at that, if you have so much money coming in, it doesn't matter, then don't worry about it. Just go with the flow. But I read, meet a lot of businesses that that's not the case because you're just forking over hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to the insurance companies and that money could be used to keep in your pocket, to give raises, to hire new people, to do marketing, to rebrand your trucks, to relocate into a better space, to get new equipment, to start a 401k. Why just waste the money? Why just send it? Because that's what's happening. At 12% average renewal, and that's been the case for 19 years, your costs will double in about six years. You're going to spend twice as much, which means that money cannot be used somewhere else. So I hope these three tips are, are helpful. Also, I encourage you to check out our YouTube channel. Just type in Benefit Hackers in YouTube. We have some great content there. Obviously, our LinkedIn page has a lot of great content as well and Facebook and Twitter. So I hope this is helpful. If we can ever let you if we can ever help you just let us know and have a great day.